Hi, and welcome to a brand new episode of Grace Within, a sanctuary for personal growth, unfiltered stories, and heartfelt dialogues. This is the place where we delve into the depths of our authentic selves, fostering connections and knowledge that allow us to flourish. So join me here as we embark on a journey of self-discovery and break societal norms together because you are not alone. Enjoy. Hello. Um, so welcome to uh, The Grace Within. I have a very special guest today. Um, my voice is like a little shaky because like I'm nervous. It's our first time meeting literally on uh, Zoom, but I'm excited to have her um, on my show. And um, it's just going to be a conversation about um, just what she does and um, I, I I think I met her through yeah through Facebook and it was I can't remember exactly when but we always been connecting but not really had a chance to actually sit and talk about just like what we do or what she does but um, let me introduce you to Olivia Igwe. <laughs> Thank you, love. Honestly, it's it's so cool to be able to say that we can connect, we can make friends on social media. I think today people are so scared of showing up because back in the day, it was like, you know, don't talk to strangers. You don't know who they are. Mm-hmm. But uh, I really believe that just us connecting, and this is like the first time we've literally seen each other, but we've been connected for two, three years. We've only just done voice notes or videos. Yes. So it's absolutely honor to be here and to talk about um, confidence and anything that you feel that uh, can resonate for your uh, for your audience. I'm really excited, even though it is past midnight and I should be in bed, but it's I would not I would not change it for for the um, for the. So thank you for having me, my love. Yeah, and thank you for being here at this time. And um, although, like, I was kind of maybe running through or going through what you do and what you offer, and just like for the audience to know, what do you do? Um, you help earn. Um, well. I would say maybe let you introduce yourself instead of me talking. <laughs> I just don't want to go wrong or, you know, um, to speak on behalf of you. But um, maybe a little bit of, about yourself. What do you do? And um, yeah, just, you know, whatever that comes to you. Um, yeah. Um, well, in a nutshell, I just, well, who am I? I guess I'm your... Uh, United Nations blended into one since I have a very heavy American accent, but never lived in the U.S., but I'm born in the U.K., traveled around Europe for more than 13 times. Um, Mm -hmm. So I speak French, English, and Italian. Mm -hmm. And I just, I help you inspire. uh, So I do two different things. So I mainly, I love, I love serving and I guess serving is selling at the same time, but I help the multicultural millennial to brand on social media and to earn at the same time through selling, branding, promoting supplements through the network marketing game. But aside from that, it's more of giving hope. I've just realized that my, I say my people, 
uh, I guess everybody, I, I call them everybody my humans, uh, <laughs> but it truly is that it's helping people transform into their real self. I think back in the day or, you know, maybe even you, you know, being born in a country, but having mm -hmm. living in another one mm -hmm. and you're always in two different worlds where you're, I'm, I, yes, I am British, but when I go to Scotland, cause I'm Scottish, I'm a stranger. When I go to Nigeria, I'm a stranger. When I go to France, I'm a stranger. When I go to Italy, I'm a stranger. Mm -hmm. And I know it's like where your heart belongs, but at the same time, it's finding peace within you mm -hmm. where you're okay standing for who you are and being okay that you're not going to fit in. Like I never fit in. And so I just want to be that voice for people that feel that they they don't need to fit in, that they can still stand, but stand mm -hmm. in their own ground that aligns with their values. Mm -hmm. I love so. that. I, I really love that, that peace part and like having to fit in because I think most of us are in, in different places of the world and we try to be like that person, yeah. speak like her. Uh, maybe look like her and you know the whole social media you probably know more about that um, what was it like for you to actually like what made you kind of bring up that idea of like I actually don't want to fit in or I don't need to fit in this is this is the self that I created for myself and I'm going to show up as her so what is maybe few things or one thing that really helped you um, embody that well, I don't know when it, yeah, yeah, it absolutely does. And I don't know when it did makes it, when it did click, but when I was younger, when I was about, I mean, it must've been three, four years old. My mom, at the, my parents at the time, we were living in Strasbourg, which if you guys don't know, it's in, well, it's, I don't know if your followers do know, but like it's in France, <laughs> so but it's closer to the German border um, and a place called Strasbourg, a beautiful city. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, my mom dropped me off at school. And at the time I had a little mini Afro hair, that was super short. My mom didn't know what to do with my hair. So it was always short. She'd always cut it with a pair of scissors because my grandma never told her how to do braids. And I'd never mm -hmm. got my hair braided until I was uh, about 14, 15. Mm -hmm. Anyways, going back to four years old before I digress. And uh, I love it. Right. I always like, I'm, I'm like, wait, wait, bring back my audience back, back here. But so I got my hair, uh, my hair, my cut short, short hair. And for some reason, there's this girl at school that probably won well, kindergarten at the year of four years old that was probably bothering me. Hmm. I have no idea or no recognition of what it was. But what I do remember is that school calling my mom in urgency to come. And when my mom arrived, they were, my mom was like, well, what's going on? And they were like, Olivia's just like, she's just turned into like, not a monster, but she turned into somebody a little bit aggressive. And mm -hmm. um, because apparently this girl kept on touching my hair and I had fed up of somebody touching my hair because at the time it was Afro and it wasn't something that you definitely did see. I mean, back in the day, we're talking about 30 and 30. Lord Jesus, I'm 35. I'm like 35 years. <laughs> Your energy years though, yeah. I was like, wow, wow. And when somebody touched your hair, it's really annoying. And so I apparently, I held her hair so strong that I did not let go. And so they had to call my mom. And my mom was like, well, it makes sense if Olivia is fed up of somebody touching your hair. What if somebody did touch your hair? How would you feel? And so they didn't think of that. And I think that's from a young age of four that I never, I never fitted in. 
And then it just kept on everywhere I went, everywhere I go, there was always something different that people would just stare at or look at, regardless if I had colored hair or not. And then it pretty much altered because my parents always gave me this, this, um, what would I call this, um, this gift of it's okay to be you. And they always gave me space. Mm -hmm. and when I came into fashion, I absolutely loved it, but I still felt that I wasn't part of the circle without, without being part of the circle, and then we jumped forward, so we went from when I was four to my whole maybe 16, 17, because I listened to Tony Robbins at the time, so it was very mm -hmm. much like personal mm -hmm. development, fast mm -hmm. forward into fashion, which was 20, 20, yeah, 18, 19, 20, and then you jump into maybe three years, where I don't know was it midlife crisis of the 30s and because COVID hit yeah that I was like you know what I I can't I can't be somebody else I, I refuse I'm over this and I I still remember when I was literally fed up I prayed to God and I was like look God you know bring me something that I can line body mind and soul mm -hmm. And then got back into the sales industry. I got back into selling and through mm -hmm. selling, it had me be more confident because it's the only place where nobody tells you what to do. It doesn't care yes. about who you are, how you look like. It doesn't yes. care about your uh, your uh, background, if you LGBTQ plus, mm -hmm. whatever people call themselves. Like, it doesn't care. It doesn't matter. It's based on who you show up as and how you show up and, and right. how you care for the other one. And so I love the question that you asked because that just gave me a bit of thinking to do because I think that's when it just it hit. But it was a life series that I needed to like compound yes. to be, oh man, that's enough. Mm -hmm. Like I'm over it. To a point where when I had my breakup, it dawned on me that I'm like, you can you can do whatever you want. You you you're not, you're not, you're not um entitled. You yeah, you're not entitled, but you're not like chained. You're not sure. Yeah. Right. Uh, and you I can think decide. I, yeah, I can decide who I wanted. And I think I really wanted to please everyone around me. Mm -hmm. And you actually can't. It's impossible. Can't do that. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for sharing that uh, story. It also gives me like a little, um, a bit of you, more of, you know, how you show up to for other people. But I think um, with also what you said, um, we're constantly trying to, you know, build an image of us that is based of, you know, people and what they say, pleasing, like you said. Uh, but I find that the more that we do that, the more it kind of shifts ourselves away from the center that we are and how we are innately, right? Um, so with that piece, do you kind of remember what it felt like maybe to to go into that confident you being like, I actually don't have to explain myself, but this is how I'm going to show up. Whoever wants to come in, doors are open. And whoever that wants to leave, they can leave. Like, what? when did you kind of maybe have that certainty that you can stand on your ground and be like, maybe not caring about what people think? Um, I think it really did start... So your question was, when did I know that I didn't need any... Like anybody's approval of... Approval? Mm -hmm. I would say maybe started... 
because my parents always gave me this and I've always had a strong foundation where I'm like, I could conquer the world and not have any friends, but I still have my family. <laughs> I can do this. So your strong, your family was your, like your biggest like cheerleaders. Yeah, they were my, they were my, 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 my anchor. Uh, I mean, my dad, we always talk about business and my mom, I'm always giving her, you know, tips and ideas of how to build also, but we're, we're very strong founded, like strong family. So I always had this, Uh, this this thing within me maybe is it because of my last name which in in Nigerian is uh king mm. so I'm the first girl in the family but I'm the first man if that makes sense in family so I have a little bit more responsibilities opening doors to others which mm -hmm. I think has made me who I am today mm -hmm. but I if there was an anchoring moment Uh, of when it was pivotal. Mm. I think it's when I set up my own business. Because mm. I never really was good at school. I mean, I was okay. Right. But when it came to building something or just do, saying what I'm going to do and doing it, That's when I just got it. I think, no, that would maybe be the um, athletics that got me that confidence. And then, uh, what is it called? Uh, I did acting, but also eurythmics, which is like sort of playing with your arms, with the movements. I went to like a Rudolf Steiner school, which is very much centered around the child learning at school in a certain way and not, you know, going through, you know, mathematics and stuff. Like we learn, you know, Egyptian art and uh, very artistic, very artistic. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, a thousand percent. So I think that's where I got that. Like <laughs> it, it built me those blocks to get there mm -hmm, for sure. Because I know, like through art, like it, everybody has a way to express, I guess. And like when we're stuck in, like let's do science, let's do math, or this is let's do engineering, let's do dentistry. I feel like these really kind of mold us and put us into that shape of this is how we should be this is what we should be doing or yeah. like at some point I think everybody has like different um, parenting different cultures how they were brought up um, so I guess my next question would be um, what would you say is confidence in three words if you were to put it Confidence in three words. Um, confidence in three words. I don't know if I could put it in three words, but it would be promising to yourself what you say you're going to do. Hmm. Because if you set your mind to doing something, but you keep on showing up every single day, automatically it shifts. Like I, I'm not a fan of these 21 day challenges of these 90 day challenges, even though I did a 30 day challenge mm -hmm. for the confidence boost that we did, but it's a everyday thing. It's falling in love with the process without seeing the outcome nor the result right now, be it out there. Mm -hmm. um, because like what happens after 30 days when I built my confidence? I'm going to go back to like not being confident. No, because you stretch your mindset to what is possible. I'm not going back. So what, what God gave me or gave to me the opportunity to see, 
he gave me that thing so I can see it with my own eyes. Mm -hmm. And so, and confidence can be in so many different ways. It could be talking to a stranger every single day. It could be maybe putting lipstick. It could be, it doesn't need to be CrossFit. It doesn't need to be going live every single day. Mm -hmm. Your confidence is so unique to you that it's your own blueprint and fingerprint. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's why I love confidence because it's so different from anybody else, but it's the transformation from where I started to where I am today. And you can take your um, yes. your journey, Sarah, because you, when you were, you didn't want to do a podcast. No. <laughs> I know you were talking Olivia, to me Olivia, about it. Olivia, Olivia was my biggest motivator. She like sent me a, a, a video of Mel Robbins and she was like, let's start. And, you know, she, yeah, you were kind of, I would say, my biggest kind of push to to starting it because I, I felt like I needed to have everything here, like everything figured out, scripted, like mic and all of that. But I, but then I was like, when I began, I'm like, I have a mic on my phone. <laughs> What's my I even told you, I was like voice noting you. I'm like, girl, you do not need a microphone. You don't, I that's do an excuse. I do it from my phone, Anchor. Now it's called Spotify, whatever they bought, they were bought, yeah. but it doesn't yes. need to perfect because I, and I am guilty of this because coming from the fashion industry everything had to be perfect mm -hmm. but I realized perfection was stopping me from just doing it mm -hmm. so that's why I always try to remind myself in every post that I do in every video that I go live on and everything that I try and share to everyone I'm always just trying to keep it as rough and raw as possible because not because I want you to, oh, Olivia made a mistake, blah, blah, blah. No, because I want you to know that I am nowhere, no, no special, no, no more special than you. The only thing is I have more grit. I have more hunger. I have more strength to continue because I know my purpose, but I had to find it in the dirt by like finding that diamond in the sand and just going through what we usually do is like, you know, when you go, when you wait, when you work, when you're in the sand or when we were younger and the kids or when you at the beach, you want to try and find those shells. The same thing, you try and find those shells, but your hands are dirty. They've got mud in your, in your, uh, in your nails. Like it's, yes. it is what it is. So, mm -hmm. but it has to come from a place of you decided. And I think that's yes. the biggest thing. Decision is the hardest thing to do because it's no more want. It's no more I wish. It's I've I'm gonna started do it. and I will do it, you know? <laughs> so, yeah, I find I that very that. interesting. Mm. I love that. I'm going to write it down and stuff. Write it down. Oh, <laughs> Beautiful. Everything. But I'll listen to this again. <laughs> yes. It's going to be like my audio tape every day. Okay. Uh, well, I guess my next question, just like as you were speaking, something came up. How did you kind of figure out like this is what you wanted to do? Because you said like you're going to, you know, with us growing up and like trying new things, we are like, yes, I like this. I think I might like it. You go into it. You're like, Mm, not really and then after that you kind of switch so how did you kind of maybe have that image or figure that this is what Olivia wants this is what she's going to be doing that's it like I love this and I will try my best to make it work well at first uh it, it comes with another this question because it comes with three different pillars mm -hmm. which comes with believing in yourself mm -hmm. 
believing in what you're promoting mm -hmm. and believing in the mission. Mm -hmm. And the belief in yourself is probably the toughest one because there's so much judgment achieving yeah. and stuff within you. Yeah. But when I say the 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 mission and the product or the service is also trickled down to who is in the space that has done what you've done mm -hmm. that you can surround yourself with and just yes. put those, those that mask and you know when the race when the horses they run they don't run like this but whatever uh you know they just <laughs> like flaps and they're just so focused who can you tune in to those people where you're like okay i'm following that person but only a you know two three people that you you can put your hand out and automatically the name mm -hmm. will come up all the time mm -hmm. and for me it came to a point where i dabbled a lot into the network marketing space before i was in i was out i didn't really have mentors i gained a little bit of success but not much and when covid hit it was it it was a point where it's like olivia you i was frustrated actually with my my life i was selling my time for money with clients and i just wasn't passionate as i used to mm -hmm. used to be and then it came when covid hit that I talked to Fraser, um, who's number one in, in network marketing. And, and I, he told me, he's like, well, what's, what's the alternative? And I was like, there, there is no alternative. <laughs> There's nothing. But then it combined itself with the products that I sell and also because there's no representation of people of, I don't really want to call color, but of multicultural. Like there's barely anybody. Could you so expand? I, could you expand on the multicultural? Yeah. So there is very there are a lot of Caucasian people, Germans, and a lot of Asians. Nothing against them. Nothing at all. I'm just saying what reality is. That when I say multicultural, there is no one that looks like a Sarah that is, uh, or looks like an Olivia. So half, I don't know, it could be, I don't know, your family is from Pakistan or, you know, Iraqi and yes. your mom is British or mm -hmm. uh, half Scottish, half Nigerian, half Irish, half Guyanese, or maybe just a Sudanese or a Pakistani person, but lived in, born in Britain, mm. but not really British, but the parents are um, from Pakistan. So, or Moroccan, whatever, it doesn't matter. So that's what my the multicultural mm -hmm. means to me. It's the one that has a multitude of culture all together, but there's no representation. Okay. And so for me, I was like, oh my goodness, I am the woman that will bring on stage, change the lives from, you know, them feeling good in their bodies through the products or through them having an extra income. For me, it just came a mission where at first it feels lonely because you're like, I'm the only one yes. here. Yes. It takes and a lot of courage. It, yeah. Lot. It's courage. It takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of uh, grit. It takes a lot of work because London, let's just say London. I mean, I'll just take the example. London, we are 8 million people. In London. Mm. 8 wow. million people. Out of 8 million people. I, I kid you not, there's maybe not even 1% of pure British, British. Mm -hmm. Like when I say British, Caucasian British, that I say, because the London is so diverse. 
my my next door neighbor, well, the flatmate I live with, she's from Taiwan, but lives here. I was talking to one of my friends. She's from the Mauritius Islands. Speaks Italian. Uh, looks, uh, what is it? In Indian. Mm-hmm. Speaks also English. Mm-hmm. To this other girl that is also Indian but speaks perfect Italian. Mm-hmm. Has never lived in 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 the UK. Maybe just for the last like five years, but is British. So this, I'm like. For me, it was more, oh, okay, Olivia, you're literally the United Nations changing a company, but in a company, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So yes, over the umbrella, and I'm go, we're going a little bit deeper into this, but right. over the umbrella of, yes, I'm working for a network marketing company and I'm selling, et cetera. I'm actually just actually in my own world with the people that I'm touching, I'm changing yes. at my yes. own level. And so that's where I'm like, I'm doing so much groundwork because my people or my humans, there is an opportunity, but that's why my purpose came about, yeah, three years ago. And I'm excited to see like what's happened in the next 10 years, but I know there's so much, there's so much groundwork because I don't relate to the Americans. I'm I'm not American. Like I, you know, when they say like all the Latinos, you know, huge community, et cetera. Yeah. But you're Latino, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Or, you know, uh, um, uh, Afro-American. Yeah, but I'm not Afro-American. If I went, even when I went to the U.S., I'm not Afro-American. Even if they kept on saying it, Afro-American, I am not. Because I'm not American. And half of them, they don't, they don't consider themselves from Africa, but they'll say they're Afro-American. Yeah. So in here in the U.K., we're so strong on where we come from, but we don't have an end destination. And so my goal is to build that end destination where they feel and they can build and mold what works at their level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I so, hear I hear so much that it's your passion is kind of is from your own experience and from your own background, which is what kind of motivates you to actually, you know, strive and to help those people out there that maybe are not maybe being seen. Or correct me if I'm wrong, but I think when we're so stuck on um, how the society kind of views us, but the other people who is going to stand for them, who's going to actually be there, be that voice. So I feel like you are kind of being that voice for them um, and just helping them be seen, helping them be heard. And that's something that is really important in, in this society where everything is like black and white or everything is like this is how it should be right yeah 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 yeah. I, I for me it brings me when I get messages or when I get you know for you reaching out it's like like I got confidence or mm-hmm. you know having a smile I still remember Kevin you stock manager for a big company mm-hmm. and a few months ago he was so frustrated about like mm-hmm. what to do you know, we, I'm doing night, like, I don't like my life. I don't like what I'm doing. It just seems the same. I have no purpose. Mm-hmm. And I just drip feeded him small little, you know, podcast, uh, inspiration to things that would just elevate him. Yes. And six months, like, yeah, because what was it? Yeah, six, seven months. Yeah, yeah probably not a year, not yet, but let's say nine months, mm-hmm. you know, going back to the gym, you know, taking mm-hmm. my drink, feeling yes. the energy that it's a transformation from being so lost 
to where he is now, being more confident, loving, falling in love with the process, to even his posture, you know, showing, you know, his abs, like, look, I got abs now. Like, you're not there yet, but like, you know, calm down. But it's him being from Ecuador and moving here, doing DoorDash, to finding a job, to uh, finding something right now that's secure, but also having a passion for fashion, um, for photography, for video, you know, he posts a, a, a YouTube video twice a week now. I just smile that that for me, that's a transformation of him getting there and me being able to just guide him on that, having him have the drink and just being enlightened that that for me has no price. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, OK, if I can touch one percent of, you know, the <laughs> London markets, you know, OK, give me five. I'm nice. yeah. the richest yeah. woman on the planet because transformation is something that is not caught but it's taught and he was ready to receive and that's the biggest gift because I sold him a dream of not maybe ending his life or you know living in depression like you don't know what people go through and that's why social media is such a beautiful place because you get to inspire others you get to inspire people and you don't know the ripple effect I didn't know if he was going to take action, but he did. And for me, that that has no price. It just takes someone to believe in you. Yeah, it really does. What if you could give every time you show up on social media just like you, every time you did a post, every time you did a video, every time you uh, interacted with someone, regardless of what it was, it was one penny for them to either, or, you know, the red pill or the blue pill, and they decided on which pill they wanted from that conversation that they had it it has no price you never know where a smile could take you you never know what what conversation with a stranger could lead to yes i want you to repeat that again transformation you said it's taught yeah transformation is is not it's not necessarily taught and it's not caught it's taught Taught. yeah that's beautiful because i could the thing is he wasn't ready to hear it at the time Mm -hmm. but when I taught when I taught him how to use it when I inspired him when he needed to that's when he was like I'm ready Mm -hmm. I'll give you another example he was uh I was talking to him about taking the drink because he does he works out and I was like it's it's better than your pre-workout you might as well have something natural I kept on telling him but I was like you know what it doesn't matter you don't want it now it's cool months went by until like last month, out of nowhere, he's like, okay, like, let me have it. And then yesterday or today, he's like, why did you not, why did I not take it earlier? And I'm like, dude, you were not ready to hear or to take what I was giving you. Yes. Um, for example, I don't know, it could be like your sister or a friend that you told something. You tell them something, but they hear it from somebody else. And oh, you're yes. like, yeah. I, yeah. I told her you, <laughs> you're listening to her or him. Yes. Oh, yeah. No, because they weren't ready. And it's like sales people in order for them to buy something from you. They need it's today. It's, it's staggering. It's not one or two or five times. It's up to 17 times now, even more mm-hmm. to see your content or to watch it or to consume it. They need to see it 17 times until they're like, Huh. Uh, I saw that. I never really asked you about it, but what is it you do? Yes. You constantly get that, mm-hmm. but it's like, again, just you might as well just get used to it at this point. Yeah. 
yeah they just it's a constant repetition since you mentioned the drink and my listeners might not have idea what she's talking about <laughs> i didn't yeah. mention i didn't say this crack but like yeah it's just a, it's a it's just a drink it's a i would call it the chakra drink which is you're just your basic drink that you blend with water three steps i um helps with better energy your focus your concentration if you feel that you have had a bowl of pasta and you love pasta because you're a fan of Italy and you just love cannot pasta. Oh, number yeah. one <laughs> number one I would choose that over pizza all day yes, every yes, day yes. same <laughs> so it's basically your drink that will uh, help with not slumping into feeling low energy or you know when you're carved out I call that mm-hmm. uh definitely just blend it shake it drink it you can use it pre-workout after workout and so it's funny because in these streets I do call it the crack but it's not like you're but it's because it's funny how words if I told you where the drink was the activice you'd be like what but mm-hmm. if I told you it's a shack or drink or if I told you it was the crack then it's like oh oh yeah the wording of it. we'll be able to remember automatically because you're like is it illegal can i've <laughs> had these things to like you know people are like what are you guys talking about is that real but yeah. it's because it starts and it sparks a conversation it's just also basically marketing if i have to add another piece where yes. it's just it's just adding a little something but chakra drink is the one that just helps with um i use it every single day why well, i have adhd but not so like i use it as something negative i just mm-hmm. my brain needs power and fuel as i just i go live i do three thousand things in the same time and i need something to process it but in yes. a healthy way so it will just it will be that super and are they like natural ingredients i know we briefly kind of talked about before i'm like i don't know if i should get it and that's kind of maybe the same i'm in the same position as um Mike, was it Mike? Someone uh, what, that was taking the drink. Yeah, well, there's a wait. Was it Mike? I don't know. You mentioned a name. I wasn't sure who it was. You were talking wait. about him in the story. Okay. Um. <laughs> it then no. It wasn't. It was uh oh, name's not coming up. But I see exactly who it was. It wasn't Mike. It okay. was. I don't know where I heard Mike, but yeah, that person you were at some point. And so, yeah, it's, um, it's, it, the beauty of it is done by doctors. So, uh, German product. So if you can imagine like a BMW, my car that I absolutely want is a BMW M5. Mm -hmm. Uh, so it's the sort of car where when you put in the gas into the car, it just roars. Mm -hmm. Same thing. So it will, as you put in the fuel in your car, in your car and your body, it's just going to fuel like all those, um, electronics all in your body. So it's going to figure out how it's going to do it because they got this technology, blah, blah, blah. And, um, yeah, makes you instantly, well, why should I instantly probably with five, less than five minutes where you're just going to feel just the instant, like the boost, um, because it has so many technologies and patented. Um, I actually, if I have to be perfectly honest, I got my mom checked on it because my mom's a therapist and naturopath. And I, I don't understand much of like the body and the ingredients. I'm just like, does this work? Like every time I do, every time, <laughs> is this healthy? You know, when you call your mom, like, yeah, you know, yeah. uh, you know, what kind of do I get? You know, they yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, double checking, check like, yeah, yeah, double check it because she's a nurse and she knows everything oh, about the body. Like, I'm still yeah. trying to figure out what my heart is, or you know, if I have to, that's the thing. If I had to go, God forbid, if anything happens to me in terms of like my body or whatever, I'd be like, just call my mom. Um, <laughs> fun story, my mom actually 
so I, I know we should be taking the appendix out. Well, that's what doctors say that you should take it out if you have it, right? Yeah, yeah. So back in the day, I was supposed to go and I don't know how, I guess it was like, God, he's so smart at this. But I, <laughs> I was dating somebody. Well, I wasn't really dating. It wasn't really anything dating, but we were supposed to go to London together for a weekend. Right. For some reason, I got the opinion. Mm-hmm. Like the natural path, like everything oh. with oil. And stuff. Can I kind of did lose you. Yeah. <laughs> you, you okay? You, you were, yeah, yeah. were good? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> so essential oils, she added like acupuncture and stuff all on me. And for three days, I could not walk. If mm-hmm. you have the appendix or whatever, there's nothing you can do. You're just My like, flat. There's, there's nothing. Um, My mom, for some reason, just did oil. She did body energy on me bone technique if you guys know all that kind of good juicy stuff mm-hmm. and uh three days later just like jesus i was walking um not that oh. i'm comparing myself to jesus but like i just walked mm-hmm. and so I, I still have it within me so we never was removed my mom was like you're not going to get that out of you we're going to keep all your organs uh so yeah everything everything that my mom tends to anything that's body stuff i'm just like what do i do so uh, that's mommy's that. duty. Yeah. yeah, that's my mom's Should duty. Yeah. Uh, I, do kids, I do not know what I'm going to do. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not the right person. But uh, yeah, that's uh, that's all that say. So yeah, in, in the end, I never went to um, to London because God was like, no, you're not going. So I never really did go. And I never really did have, well, that boy, that guy wasn't my boyfriend anymore. Anyways, right. Well, that's re- no that's really nice I, I like stories I, I love when you share those uh, little stories because it has like a you know um, a background to it and how you like present yourself and um, it's interesting it makes uh, the conversation really interesting I think that's what <laughs> I think it's also part of that I think confidence also is being able to tell stories but to tell your story yes. you know I can be able to relate to my story if I wasn't living it. And I think also that's part of branding is people want to know who you truly are. And the confidence will come up if you're true to what you've been through. And the unapologeticness will be also by creating boundaries and saying what your heart says. I don't like this. Therefore, I'm not doing this. I don't want to do this because it doesn't align with my values. And I think mm-hmm. we didn't really have that, mm-hmm. the ability to speak our truth when we were younger, because you're yeah. always like, don't be loud. Uh, don't talk to strangers. Don't do this. Whereas now it's, we get to choose. We get to tell our truth, but without being rude, you know, just saying, look, I, I, I hear where you're coming from but I disagree with what you're saying because my truth is this and it's okay if not everybody will like you because I found with social media, I found you. I found, um, you know, Kevin to to other people that I could name. Had I never not been on social media, I wouldn't be able to interact. Like I know, for example, DT Tamara, I would have never connected with them on social Mm. had I not showed up in my own self. Yes. Yeah, thanks for sharing that. I think um, most of us are 
trying to figure out ourselves, trying to compare. So I guess the question would be, what would you say to someone who's constantly comparing or um, how, how do you deal with comparison? So it's funny because when I was younger, I didn't really deal with it much because we didn't have social media. So compared mm -hmm. to you guys, you guys are really more um, aware of social media. Yes. I tend to, now I'm in the content space. So I produce more than I consume. Yes. It has to be my priority. Mm -hmm. I know back in the day, they would always say, you know, reach out to people, connect with people, you know, do all that kind of good stuff. But I realize if you pour more content out that aligns with you and you do less consuming, there's less comparison going on. But I also have, I have a, a clear boundary of, I don't allow people to tell me what to do if they have not done what I want to do. Mm -hmm. So I won't take advice from somebody that has not done so for example I'll maybe just because it's you know for example sales so I love following Daniel G because he's done more than a million in terms of turnover in terms of sales mm -hmm. how do I how do I benchmark that how can I see that well one the the amount of um posts that he posts the engagement that he gets the content that he pours the gigs that he gets signed up on to the interaction he gets on his YouTube, to seeing his live videos. Mm -hmm. I get to see him all the time. So I will plug in my ears to one person in that domain. In right. confidence, it will be somebody else. In branding, it's somebody else. So but going to it. like the experts of who have the actually been through that, that who's, who's, who's good at that. But I only try three. So now I only have two because my mentor, Jessie Lee, she passed away, but she was number one in on social media, but she was also number one in network marketing. So I would always follow her. I would always listen to what she has done because what she says she's done, you know, she, she, I'm sure she was like an eight or nine figure earner at this point, but I followed only her and nobody else. Marketing and branding, it's only Fraser, but only in my industry because that's where I'm wanting to head. The sales is because I want to be a better sales. So I will follow the one that does. And only three pillars. Because otherwise, I'm always listening to loads. Like I still, you know, you'll probably see my stories. You know, I, I repost like Alex Hermosi yes. or Hermosi. Like they're really good at what they do. But I try and keep it so simple so that my brain... When I open my social media, I have the three people that are aligned and then I get off and I, but it's a practice, you know, it's not something that you learn straight away. Like it, I've been in this thing where the rat hole of, oh, yeah. she's done better than me. Mm. If that happens, because you did ask me a question. If that happens, I have to shut off my phone, go for a walk, go and do CrossFit or just sit in nature with just a mm. podcast or music. Yeah something that connects you back to yourself something that brings me back to myself because in to in today's world there's a lot of people that talk the talk but won't walk the walk because yeah. you have to find what works for you and if that means detoxing for you know every sunday i tend to turn off all my notifications i don't have my notifications on my phone so i this, i don't get anything um even my family members actually are getting they they're mad cuz like you should have your notifications i'm like dude you're not like Although he's messaged me on my on my on my um 
on my other mobile, like my business mobile, but otherwise like, that's it. Like there's no, there's no in between with me, but because I have to protect my peace mm -hmm. and your peace is whatever is required for you to re-energize your batteries. If it's cooking, cook, good, cook. Mm -hmm. If it's walking in nature, I know you love walking in nature. I know yes. you love like tall trees and stuff. Like I'm not yes. much of a person, but I'm more like you, like yes. trees. I could go hugging trees <laughs> yes. just outside of nowhere. I yes. and you know a bit of a lake I'll take, but yes. I don't need I don't need the sea. I just need trees and you know birds and mm. yeah, whatever. It, so ooh. that if that works for you, do that. And then it has to just and working out is one that just I leave my phone at the the door, like my problems at the door. I just those are the things I'm like it's my non negotiable. So if that means you have to increase it more mm -hmm. as you're, you know, maybe more on social media, increase right. it. You've also got to know that pouring content, giving to others will save you much faster because you're not consuming. I love that. To produce more, to consume produce more. That's why I produce so much. Not because I want to beat the algorithm and go as fast as the algorithm. One is just because I want my legacy to, you know, be on. But number two is I genuinely just enjoy creating mm. because it's my art. Yes. And and I know it can help somebody for them to be like, oh, then I can do this. Like I don't mind. I don't mind if you take my. It's content. like you're sort of giving permission that I can do it. What about you? Like. What is your form of expression? How yeah. could you create? Maybe you're not going to, no one's going to be like each other, but maybe something in you, something they saw in you, or let's put me as an example, like seeing something in you, I'm like, I love that. How does she do that? How does she have that confidence? So kind of, this is where I kind of went on where I'm curious what she does. So, yeah. you know, it's, it really stems from there. So I guess we're reaching to the end point, but I think to wrap up everything, and just our conversation, um, what has been your biggest, I would say, motivator? It could be a person, it could be something, it could be a word, a sentence, a feeling, um, something that every day you wake up, you're like, I'm glad I have this. Hmm. Uh, I would say my biggest motivator is probably my old self. Mm -hmm. I always, I know we say like, you know, you're in competition with others. You're actually in competition with yourself, yes. I believe. Yes. Even though I, I can be sometimes a bit over passionate or a bit more aggressive and because I, I like competing, mm. but ultimately it's me vs me. And so this year has really taught me how to overcome my old self. I've done a lot of unpeeling and, you know, mm. the breakup that I've been through to, yes. you know, the house, having to find it, living in a suitcase, you know, finding a flat, like my year of 2023 has been very much networking, mm -hmm. connecting, mm -hmm. and that has probably saved me because I've been able to pour. Mm -hmm. Had I not been able to pour, I seriously do not know where I would be. I don't know if I'd have the same hunger, the same energy, mm -hmm. but it's 
my old self the battle of I don't want to be where I am next year this time January of last year no we're not doing that anymore I can actually tell you I was still in Italy and we I think we were flying back from Italy to London so I was not in beast mode whereas you know I could have told you not that I was didn't want to do a live and it's what it's one o'clock here yes could have told you I didn't want but it's yes it's facing my old self and saying it's okay you got this like you can do this so yes facing my old me the old negative part but also that younger child that didn't have a voice when my when I was when that girl touched my hair or when that child at school you know told me that I was a stealer when I didn't steal anything Mm -hmm. but said it to everyone it's that payback that I'm like, no, 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 I've got you. You can be proud of Olivia today. I love that. Thank mm-hmm. you for being very true, very honest. And um, it's it's really so beautiful when you can reflect back and forgive that part, forgive that kid. Um, no matter what she experienced, it's kind of right now you're taking stand. You're like, I got you. And you're like, well, I'm going to be here when maybe someone didn't or someone wasn't there for you that you actually have me right now. And that's the biggest love forgiveness you can give to that part because, you know, we all as humans have needs that need to be met, right? Sometimes we're like, no, I actually don't need that. But it's just, but subconsciously you're like, no, it's something that you need um, to feel you need to have. And I think maybe I don't know much of you, but from just our conversation right now kind of took me or to that past of yours of that little story of that girl, just the empowerment that I kind of sense or see you here and being like, you know, I can actually create the person that you are the person that you wanted to be when you were a kid initially. Right. And um, it's just beautiful to watch that evolution of self and how much you can learn from her. Cause she, I bet she taught you a lot about <laughs> that kid. And she did, and it's funny because like you, it's only until you let go and you just surrender, like being okay, being in silence. I'm sure you've had more of those lately than anything else. Being okay, being in total silence, and dealing with your old self yes. with you, yes, and being like, you know what, I'm okay. Like I'm fine celebrating. Like cause I know we were supposed to go live on New Year's on New Year's, right? But like I had fireworks this side, I had fireworks on that side, and on the other, I turned off all my lights. It was like pure darkness. It was bliss. Mm-hmm. And then I was just watching, and I'm like, that yeah. that moment you feel like, my God, like, I can be with myself. That's that's I just be with myself. <laughs> I was talking to myself. I was like, girl, this is so cool. <laughs> and then the fireworks came off, and I was like, okay let's go let's go and eat <laughs> and then I was like wait, wait no no before we go to bed you got a video to to do oh I don't want to do it Olivia you don't have a choice and I'm like having 15 conversations with like 15 personalities I'm like uh-huh. I love so that. yeah it's it's just the you where you're like I could I could spend a lifetime with myself you yeah, know it's like right it's like without we're kind like of you being... still want somebody in yeah, your of life of course of course you need if, people if you need people there, yeah. yeah, you know, we need people. Like, I mean, I we both aspire to having, you know, a husband and kids and or maybe not, it doesn't matter, but something a fulfilling life. Of like course. I want that, but I'm okay. But I'm okay. Just, but I'm okay with 
or yeah, I'm yeah. fine. Like it's it's cool. Like what are you doing? I, it's like if you if I'm sure if you came over for from London or you we would just live close to each other and we had to go. I don't know, get my grill kebab as I keep on talking about my Lebanese chicken. <laughs> where I live, we just went there, came back home, and just ate it and just listened to music. I'm sure we'd still vibe and we'd be like, yeah, we would, we would, yeah, of course. It's it really is that acceptance, right? Of I can be by myself. That's fine. I love to have somebody, but I can still be with myself, and that's the most relieving thing you can you can feel or have in your life to be in the presence of self. It takes courage, and yes. I'm sure you've been through it. Like it takes courage to mm-hmm. be okay with your signs. At first, it's rattling. It's like I don't like it, but over time, it's it's even like a requirement feels like you're dating you kind of what does it feel like to date me what do I like what do I not like I know you talk about that a lot so yeah like do you take yourself out for a night or you know okay yeah I took myself to a place great it's my Lebanese place that's around the corner okay cool but like can you take yourself to like a five-star hotel or you know a sauna for a day I haven't done that in a while I actually should but can I go to a five-star restaurant or whatever just me one person yes it's one reservation it's me I put on the best makeup and I'm just eating about myself I am vibing in my own world why not you can't take that away from me because at the end of the day you only have yourself that's doesn't matter even if you have a husband or you're like you have a friend you live with them but inside your body that's only you it's only you and I know it sounds a bit like daunting it's probably not there yeah yeah but you live and you die alone mm-hmm. now not alone like you don't have anybody within you but yes. your grave is your grave or cremated doesn't matter it, it you have to live and breathe how you want it mm-hmm. and once that shifts and changes nobody's here forever we all have an expiration date unfortunately as much as like to say i don't we all do so what would you want to live your life how would you want it and automatically every single day i'm always like okay i don't know what my expiration date is but two things and I'll, we can wrap it up here if you want but it's yes. what thing um so i always leave with what thing did i do good for someone out in the world and what did I do something good for myself what am I grateful for me and yes. who did I help yes. and I have this like who did I help I'm always like who can I help one and how did I help myself mm, love that right it's like putting people but also myself where is my space that's my space yeah, so I gave you my cup but my cup comes in what did I you know this I'll give you an example for example today like me giving going live with you has been a breath of fresh air right Right. I sold a I sold a a high-end piece and so that for me was helping somebody else Mm. so yes it was a win-win situation because I wanted that target I hit it but I also I'm talking to you and that fuels my cup because there's something in there that you can re- relate to. Yes. yes. The audience or people that can. So mm-hmm. always think of that every single day and automatically, if you've had a bad day, it will shift. Mm-hmm. It will always shift to be like, because your brain won't be thinking about anything negative. It'll be thinking yes. about, well, how did I help? Who did I help? Oh man, I helped that person, you know, get up the stairs or I gave them a mm-hmm. hand or I just smiled at the bus driver, you know, or, I don't know. 
I got stuck somewhere, but somebody helped me out, you know, so whatever yeah. it is. Or you opened the door for somebody, you know, just the little things. Yeah, Absolutely. it's how we see it. It's not the big things. It's not, I need to do something huge to make someone feel that way. Um, you don't need to help someone buy a car or house. It could be really simple as, hey, how you're doing? Really being curious about that, you know? And yeah. that question is like, that person would shift and be like, well, I have someone that truly cares. And, you know, it should come from a place of authenticity rather than, hey, what's <laughs> Not up? Not like, hey, I said something, yo, can you send me 50 bucks, please? Like, no, 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 no. Like, it has to come from a place of, it was genuine and empathetic. Yeah. Like, hey, I was just thinking of you. Happy New Year's. You, I missed you. Or I forgot to tell you early on. I thought of you. I just want to say I love you. That doesn't cost anything. It was a voice note that took time out of your second to send out. Mm-hmm. Of course, it came from a place of love. And then somebody else will give you something on a return. It's basis of, you know, love, receiving mm-hmm. and giving. I love my whole body is firing up and you're like probably probably late right now in the middle. Yeah, like once this is over, I'm like brushing my teeth and heading to bed. I had a shower before, so I was like, That's you know awesome. What? I was like, That's no, awesome. I have to stay up. I'm not gonna have a shower. I'm not gonna take my makeup off and like girl. That resistance <laughs> in me. <laughs> well, I loved every uh conversation, every bit. I even like, you know, to the listeners too, like I didn't have any scripted. I just wanted to you know just come as myself and you come as yourself and um just discussing really authentic stuff because sometimes being real is what is attractive um and um where can people reach you honestly the best place would probably be instagram at olivia igwe mm-hmm. uh but otherwise any platform olivia i-g-w-e igwe simple generally it's always the same picture on every profile so you guys want to build on social media have the same profile everywhere okay not a cat picture on one and a and a sausage roll on the other like have the same picture everywhere so people just like i identify you automatically but yeah that's where you can if you guys could see what i could see her braids are like pink and really long she always has like different colors and that's what i know i'm over this hair let me see did you ever see like when i have like hair when i'm always like this i like that yeah 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 and when you do the bun too it's really cool thanks love but yeah no that's that's where basically you can find me um and i'd love to know like what resonated with it or what is like one tip that you would put in place uh you know in 2024 i and i know we said that we were going to wrap it up at this but there is one thing that i told myself every single year have a word that will define what you'll do every single day because if you have that word two years ago my word was fearless Mm -hmm. and fearless got me into so many rooms that no man no only god could open for me but because every single day i saw that word and it was on my screen on my phone computer uh and i always said it to a point where I said, I'm just so fearless. I'm so fearless. I'm so fearless. I'm so fearless. And it just came out just like naturally. So find a word that you can say every single day. You'll be amazed by the end of the year uh, in 12 months, how what you have said, you know, comes into fruition in conversations or how to act. So, yeah. I love that. Pick a word. Hmm. A word, a word or a sentence. For Makita yesterday that came over for New Year's, it was being unapologetic. 
it was her word and you could see her face light up. You know, I don't know if you have one, Sarah, for you or whoever's listening. I uh, think for me, now, but you know, if it is, you found. I love that idea. Um, fearless is one that I relate to, but I think my word would be, I think ownership and freedom. Freedom mm -hmm. is big. The biggest words like freedoms everywhere. I have I have to write about it. I talk about it. Um, freedom of self, freedom of just being you, freedom of deciding, fearless, courage, bravery. If that is the freedom for you. Then that's your word for twenty twenty three. If you can remember it and speak it, you let you lit up when you talked about freedom. So I would say freedom is that word. Next year will be another word. Um, this year would be ownership. <laughs> Take ownership. Well, if this year is ownership. Then yeah, it is my lot. My year. My word last year was quality and duplication, and that's literally what we've done. I've duplicated in ways that I don't think I really wanted, but that's okay. You live and you learn. But next, like this year, is is on another level. So yeah, it's it's finding those words where you're like, ah, oh, that year that was good, but let's tweak the words. Let's find something, and then every single day. What can I, you know, be can I live by that? Yeah. Like, what is the alternative of not being in my ownership mode if I don't do this task today? Will I regret it? You know, always feel as if if I didn't have the option of having another day, what could I do today before I go to bed to finish with my task? That's always how I see things. Yeah. I love that we're ending it on this note. It's so beautiful. Your energy just spark like just radiates and just our conversation. I just don't want it to end, but I know, right? Go, I'm like, see. we can go on, and I'm like, no, no, you know what? She needs to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you need to sleep. But is there anything else that um no, that you I would like to, say, to share or say? Um, no, I'm completely grateful for you. Honestly, it's been a beautiful conversation. I can't wait to uh to see where this goes, and I'm so proud of you also for somebody that no. did not want to do a podcast that here she still did it she still showed up yeah. and even regardless of you know not maybe having a fancy setup but it doesn't matter because what if maybe in five years you become that I don't know Mary Forleo or you have your own video and you can film and it's taking those steps first because you've started a transformation from someone being scared being on social media and I still person yes yes like, I don't know if I could you can and then these long ass messages I'm like girl <laughs> got this and I'll voice note you I'm like you got this you got this you're okay um but you've taken the leap of faith and I just I'm so proud of your transformation I know I haven't seen you Thank I know you. we never yeah. hugged you know we never mm -hmm. seen each other yet yeah I'm sure if we did I it was with the same offline and online would be the same but you could be so proud of yourself you've come a long way yeah. And your your younger self would be so proud. I can't wait to see where you're going to be heading, regardless of the mountains that you're going through and the rivers that you're crossing that feel mm -hmm. so heavy. Thanks for um, saying that. I, I'll take that. There's always something in there that you can munch on, that you can you can inspire somebody on. And I think that's what we need more of social media and branding is is not about what we know it's about what we've experienced and we all yes. need each other. so yeah go and shine I love your light that. I love that. Same, same to you you're always been showing up and doing that so thank you for being on my podcast and having me and you know yeah. just sharing this conversation <laughs> okay. um, honestly 
Anytime. We could do a round two if you want. Oh, of course. <laughs> All right. Now I'll let you go. I hope you have a beautiful night and restful sleep. And I hope that we get to connect more and talk about different topic topics as well. Um, because I know there's more more to this. <laughs> All I right, love I love you. you. Wish me love. Talk to you later. Bye. Take care. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bye.